It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome to yet another edition of the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast. It is based on the book in hardcover, in paperback, and even in audio form. It is the 27 Rules for Influencers and Leaders, and the show goes on. To number 46, we continue. Four, six, you're almost a half of a century. Mark Steve Nudelberg. Who'd have thought we'd both be alive this long, let alone we'd podcast this many? You know what? There's a lot of people who stop me and go, hey, I heard this on this one, I heard this. I was back. I went and I heard, you know, Alex. And really? I heard, what, it's like unbelievable. They're paying yeah. attention? You know what? I am overwhelmed with gratitude. Well, you should be. An attitude of gratitude goes a long way. An attitude of gratitude. You know, I reminded a young lady today on Twitter because she said, this is the week where everybody pretends that we're thankful for bleep. And I guess it's a podcast, so I can say the S word, but that's fine. I'll, I'll say it for later. Uh, and I said, hey, let me, let me leave this with you, and it probably will stay with you forever. Steve likes aha moments. Our guest will provide a few today because he's a bright young man who's also fairly funny. Um, probably not nearly as much as he believes. No, actually, no, he's a very that funny is incredibly guy. incredibly we'll insightful. And, that's great. That's he will be. But here, here's, here's the point, and that is if you only woke up tomorrow morning with what it was that you gave thanks for tonight. In other words, at bedtime, if you thank the Lord or you thank the universe, um, if you only woke up tomorrow with what you gave thanks for tonight, what would you have in the morning? Would you have your life? Would you have your home? Would you have your friends, your health? Your kids, would you have your, it? you know. So you better do a lot of thinking about what you're grateful for, just so that way maybe, just in case, maybe tomorrow you can have all that stuff all over again. And once Makes again, sense? you start off your with this moment? heavy, beautiful what I'm aha here for. moment. He's amazing. I'm trying he, to figure really it all out. You, you're but trying you, to figure it out? You've always yeah. been trying to because figure it out. Because then you'd probably never go to sleep because you want to get that list as long well, no, as you can possible. Say, you can say, uh, universe and Lord, I'm grateful for everything, everything of my constitution and being, and then you go right to sleep. Okay, it's a so little lazy, just do but a catch-all, say everything, that's kind of, you're right. Our that guest today was part of the only menorah lighting ceremony in college football <laughs> history. <laughs> At the Cherubundi Poker Raton Bowl. And and by the way, if there's going to be somewhere for the ESPN television crew to go, and there's all the menorah lighting happening in the south end zone, (laughs) wouldn't it? I mean, it wouldn't be at that bowl game they play in Mississippi. Right, no. it probably wouldn't be at no. the uh, at the uh, Mobile Alabama Bowl. No. It would be at the it would be at the Boca Raton Bowl. Boca. It just makes perfect sense. He's Eric Liebersfeld. He's the president of Capital Lighting, and he's a friend of Steve's, and he's a friend of mine, and, and as the wise guys would say, he's a friend of ours. Welcome to the podcast, Eric. How have you been? I've been wonderful. Thanks, I, I don't see you much. I see no. you on, I see you on Facebook, and you're cracking jokes and being funny guy. I don't see him as much as I want to see him. No, it's terrible. What's well, because he knows you want something from him? Because he knows you. Because because I bought like six copies of the book. What more yeah. can I do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what you know? When it's like, oh, you know, Nudelberg wants to get together. It's like, what does he want now? No, I, I think actually, Steve and I get together. Uh, we rarely talk uh, business. We, we actually created a time which we did more often than we are doing now, but we're going to fix that in 2019 mm-hmm. called. BT, buddy time. BT. And the rules for buddy time are 
You got to take the mask off, and there's no bullshit. No work. Yeah. There's no work. There's no nothing. Let's just get together as two guys, two friends. Let's make each other laugh. Let's talk about stuff you don't normally talk about. Sounds like about. 22 hours of my life. It sounds like everything outside of 3 to 5 p.m. weekdays. Just we, no BS and no mission. You know and just we, we do it over uh, the uh, usually a martini and yeah. a steak, and it's been one of my favorite times. And that relationship came from us working together, which that's, that's was true. how we met. We were introduced many, many years ago. And uh, someone said, Eric, I want you to meet Steve. He's going to want to try and sell you something. Who was that? George Ann. George Ann Goldblum, my Vistage chair, said, uh, I I don't know what you're going to do with this guy, but I think you'll find him interesting. Wow, that's exactly And now, do you put interesting in air quotes? She did not. She She did not not. put him in air quotes. I I do now. Yeah, yeah. I do now. He's deserved both sets of People say to me all the time, they go, hey, man, that that cat you do that podcast with, (laughs) the author guy, the sales trainer guy, what does he do? I say, I have no idea. He, he drinks I, a lot of coffee, uh, yeah, and he connects people. And he, he connects people. He's a universal connector. We like make myself. it rain, baby. You know, okay. We make it rain. Now, I got to say that this is a, a video podcast. I, I was mm. not fully aware of that until it showed up on my Facebook uh, last week. People were like, yeah, I see you in there. Um, you guys are doing the podcast today with actually open cans of beer, which is fantastic because I'm not used to broadcasting this way. <laughs> and so I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying a Corona Extra here while we do this. Well, the show is not sponsored. As people know, there are no commercials. Mm-hmm. There's no preference. Right. Today, there happened to be Corona in the refrigerator. Right. So that's what we're drinking. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to beers. And it's to the start of buddy time. Now, Absolutely. listen, times are changing. Obviously, times are changing. People do everything they used to do out and about, and now they do it at home. And to the point that now I'm seeing that they're selling people for the holidays, uh, uh, you know, the mobile uh, stationary bicycles are nothing new. But they're doing stationary bicycles with a video screen that logs into a live class because, God Crazy. forbid, you right. went down the street I got and one. actually interacted. And, God forbid, you actually interacted with other human beings. Did you get that mirror? I have the Peloton. That, that's but what, but, but that, now there's a mirror that you work out in front of that the trainer is actually in the mirror. It's a $2,000 well, Peloton, mirror. Yeah, the Peloton functions in this way. The point I'm trying to make is you have a 100-year-old family business, and it's, it's about lighting. It's your home and your office, and it's for aesthetics and for function versus form. But the fact of the matter is, the times, as you know, Bob Dylan sang a very long time ago, are a change, and they're always changing. People seem to just want to stay home, which is great for you, because they're going to want things that you know they want. Their, but also, how they shop, how they browse, how they interact in sales, that's changed completely, hasn't it? It has. We've gone uh, a couple of different revolutions in the past uh, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Most, uh, we, we what start- was the first one? Uh, I would say... When the, the internet began? We consider that uh, 2.0. Okay. Capital Lighting 1.0 started in 1924. People come in, they point to something, they talk to somebody, they right. uh, they, they wait a couple of weeks, and uh, hopefully it gets delivered. Right. Then we have 2.0 when we added the website. That started in 1996, mm-hmm. but it really didn't become a full-fledged e-commerce site till 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's 3.0. People are shopping online, they're shopping in-store, m- most often a combination of both. Uh and it's, and it's uh, fascinating. As I travel, I'll mention, you know, somebody will mention something about home life. I said, have you ever heard of Capital? Oh, I know Capital. That, I know we, the we, we almost made that a, uh, a campaign. That was something it is, I wanted to do, man. Was, I know Capital. I know Capital. They know, they know the brand. They, oh, unbelievable. They, they know the brand. New Jersey and Florida is where we have our brick-and-mortar stores. We, we sell internationally on 1-800-lighting.com, which will be changing to CapitalLighting.com. Yay! 
later this summer. One now, brand. Why, now, why One do you brand. celebrate that? Why do you celebrate that? So, so I had asked uh, to meet uh, um, Eric and his brother. They're a fascinating family. Brother's the good-looking one, by the way. <laughs> He's taller. I, 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 you, know. you guys, are, guys remind me of the Van Gundys in the NBA. He's a great dude. One too. of you's uh, funny, and one of you's a lot more handsome. He's a great dude too. Mm-hmm. I got, I Fair got enough. to meet both of them. They will forever play a very significant role in my life, and I'll tell you why. Uh, the uh, the capital of, of where light, the lighting world is is in Dallas. I did mm-hmm. not know that. I was starting to work with them, and they said, hey, you should really learn the, the, the nuts and bolts of the lighting business. Come with us to Dallas. I went to them, uh, went to that trip. I met a young lady who is now my first lady. I met Michelle on that first trip mm-hmm. with these guys and actually got in the car and said to them, I met somebody very special. I met somebody special. I met somebody, somebody special. Somebody's Something's going to happen, and I followed through on it. So that's great, but how does it help his business? It doesn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, it was what my it, little selfish story. Eric's, like, Eric's like, that's a cute story and all, but what's in this for me? <laughs> hey, you know, we've remained friends. Anything uh, like Steve, I think, does try to add value to people that he knows. That was one piece of value that I added to his life without even trying. So I'll take credit he for does. it. He does. He tries to add value to sure. people's. That's a great way to put it. Part of you, Steve, probably would have been a teacher if you wouldn't have been a sales guy. I think that's correct. The interesting- and, and your sons, by the way, are teachers. Totally. They're coaches. Totally. They, that's what, but part of you wants to kind of let someone know and make their life a little better. So, so as it pertains to business, the reason why I got engaged with these guys was that they realized that after being in business a long time, they wanted to look at changing their sales culture. They were extremely loyal. You still are, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, but they wanted to offer new skill sets to the existing people that were there. So that's how I got Changing it. the sales culture. Yeah. Eric Liebersfeld, Capital yeah. Lighting. Elaborate, please. It, it's a very, very big opportunity for retail uh, salespeople today to change their skill set. It's not not easy. and It's uh, not not easy. It's not easy. I apologize. Okay. It's not 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 right. easy. I thought you were getting clever. We, with could, like, do, we could do a not, triple negative, not, which not, would be a negative. Triple negative would be a single negative. So it's not correct. easy. Correct. Okay. Or another way to say it is it's, it's hard. Yes. <laughs> that You could do that Let's if you wanted that. to be Twainian. Right. Um, <laughs> Twainian. He, he uses less words. Difficult. Yeah. Uh, so if you Did you call me a Twainy? Uh, I didn't, but um, we could talk about By the way, that's issues a, later. That's a, that's a probably a new term we could utilize. Twainy? For like a Twain who's also a weenie. <laughs> I was going to say a it's tweenie. a little Twainy. Don't be a Twainy. <laughs> you were saying you're changing the culture <laughs> and the skill set of, uh, of retail yeah, I mean, people. St- Steve came in Sales. at the beginning of social media. And was trying to teach a fairly um, seasoned bunch of salespeople about Twitter and uh, and Facebook. Those uh, Instagram didn't exist at the time. Um, and would you say you met with some resistance? It, it was a really interesting time because it was very new. Um, and so there's always resistance to new. LinkedIn. I, LinkedIn I, I, I was think, the main one. I, I think people had a hard time embracing change, as most people do. So it wasn't right. specific to social media. It was change. Hey, you know, I used to stay here all day long. People float in the door, right. and right. I was good one-on-one with right. somebody, so I was one of the best salespeople there. But some of these salespeople might have been 78-year-old men named Uncle Morty. They were. Who are Morty was to, a top sales. Who are, who are used well, to... How old was High when... Um, High just passed this year. He was, uh, he was 104. I used to go in the Hi store. Who? Hi Goldman was a, a employee oh, of ours since 1941. Guy. He was... Uh, 
he was a hundred and four years old. He worked for us for seventy. He would outwork all three of us. He he started working for you the day that electricity was invented. No, he's like, almost. hey, there's a market for lighting now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's that's when we. That's how we began. Was because of electricity. He that, said. That he whole, he but, said, listen, I got something for you. <laughs> they just invented electricity. And soon they're going to invent this light bulb, and I'd like to sell the things that the light bulbs uh, that hold the light bulbs in place. Uh, that wasn't really high, but he could have done that. He I like this guy done. already. Oh, he, he was, was amazing. One hundred and four. He, he he took two years off to fight the Nazis, but then he came right back. We didn't uh, we didn't, didn't miss, miss a beat. beat. He didn't miss a beat. He just he we just lost him this year. Oh. But uh, we have oh. a he's to, he's to honored. His very last day, he was fixing lamps and driving. And he well, the driving, driving part makes me a little nervous. Well, actually, both do now that I think about it, because one involves electricity and a risk of electrocution. He but was, it, I tell you solid. what, if you're a hundred, I mean, if you're a hundred and three, hundred and four years old, you know, you don't worry too much about like, well, should I be fixing this lamp and get electrocuted? Like you had a good run. As far as driving on the road, <laughs> you're probably not too concerned about you. I'd be concerned about everybody else. He was an excellent driver. God bless what, what him. What he did represent was... How was his Instagram? Was his Instagram lit? <laughs> was the, was his was, gram lit, as they say? He, he was, was not on social. He was dope. <laughs> you couldn't get him on the gram? The, 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 what, it, what it showed me was, that almost to a person there, the work ethic was incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, these people worked hard. Uh, the culture there was working hard. They just had a hard time embracing change. But, uh, but all people do. Yeah. Change, change is uncomfortable. Of course and, it is. And, and the, the brain is wired to do things to take as little energy as possible. Change takes energy. And uh, as, as they like to say, if you can't change your people, you got to change your people. And, and certainly that's occurred. I don't understand. Oh, it's it, so, that's almost not not. Comment. You can't change your people. You got to change. Okay. So in other words, if you can't change their mindset, you got to get new individuals in there Correct. whose mindset is your culture. Correct. Gotcha. Because the culture changed. The activities needing to engage customers changed. The, the foot traffic is, it, it goes down. It's mm -hmm. more challenged because people are shopping in a different way. So you, people that are very comfortable being farmers now have to get a little bit more comfortable being hunters. And that's a very challenging thing to do. Almost something impossible. that they were never good at or never asked to do. Farmers uh, are pulling carrots out the ground. Hunters got to go after it and find it. And, cut, uh, and you need both. You need both. Uh, however, today's salesperson needs to have both of those skill I sets. Agree. And uh, to, be, to be very successful. But you, what I found there, though, was this incredible, they had a great culture. If you've ever met his dad, his dad may be the hardest working mm -hmm. you know, bull I've ever seen. Yep. Of a great spirit, great people, great stuff. But again, hey, I don't know how are we going to do this, how are we going to move forward. And so I think you know, you've done that over the years um, and certainly bringing in, uh, the, they did a deal with Vanilla Ice, which was way out of the scope of... <laughs> What yeah. what that organization did a deal with Vanilla Ice? Yeah, it was great. Okay, it was elaborate, please, Mr. Eric. Well, besides him being best friends with you now, right? he, he's 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 a good guy. He walked into he our, is a very good guy. He walked into our Wellington showroom in two thousand. God, it's nine years ago. So. With a hat, wearing in uh, a cupid, he, shooting a he, Uzi. He probably had the uh, the logo on the t shirt yeah, it's and a the great, hat. It's a, great, it's a great logo. Um, and uh, he said, "I'm starting a new show called the Vanilla Ice Project, and I need some lighting. Would you like to?" to work with me on it um i said you know I, let's ah, discuss let's discuss and uh we've been supplying the lighting for his show with my manufacturers that are, are participating with him uh for nine years and it's, it's a lot of fun he's a great guy he's also been our spokesperson we have a philanthropic campaign called making lives brighter which is also our tagline uh -huh. with with habitat for humanity 
Uh, if you bring something in, we give you the tax donation form and a discount on something new. And he was the spokesperson for for us for that. And and he's he's fun. But he uh, he's, he's, he's a fun. he's a mutual friend. He's a friend of yours. He's a friend of mine. I've known the guy for a long time, socially, kind of, sort of, professionally. And then the last four years or so, uh, we actually would spend more time together in person. But one thing that he is is someone who engages his fans in the street not only is willing to, but wanting to take photos and share a moment, have a moment because of his meteoric rise and then his astronomical meteorological plummeting back to the earth from, as you know, the ambush job that really Arsenio, Arsenio. Hall put on yeah. him. So, But he's someone who is not only good at social media, he's good with social media. Yeah. And so that benefits your brand in the sense of, they're thinking of their loyalty to him, and that carries over then, of course, the loyalty to you. Yeah, he, he posted one of our videos that we made in, in the latest show house. He's got like 5,000 views on the video in, mm-hmm. in, in a week. You know, it, it's, it's definitely helpful, um, but he's a generous guy. He's just a naturally generous person of his time and, and his energy, and he's got a lot of energy. So, so my observation at the time, which was unique, so I was consulting with him, they asked me about how do you, how do we do a an endorsement deal kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I was a big fan of hey if it's genuine if you really like each other something good will happen you figure out the numbers later but you know the the Tiger Woods driving a Buick thing well I, I, that doesn't play with it, me. it doesn't feel authentic so for nine years now they are really good friends I've been with them when they're hanging out together and it's hilarious it's really fun. They are. They have a genuine friendship mm-hmm. that produces philanthropic results, sales results, all the other things. Yeah. I think that's a big takeaway in the business world: is that when you make genuine relationships, mm-hmm. and, and I think they're both fairly unique in terms of your personalities and who you are. The fact that you mesh together and have this genuine thing. I've seen you on the show. It's hilarious. I yeah, mean, it's, it's you good. Know, we, have, we have fun. Um, I mean, he's he's got a brand. Right? And he protects sure his brand. Yep. He's very consistent with the brand. Mm-hmm. Captain Lighting has a brand. Whether those two brands connect in any way, we, we try. But it's a new segment. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a new segment. These are new days. Listen, yesterday correct. I saw a commercial for 23andMe, which is not a dating site. 23andMe is a way for you to find out truly genetically who and what you are. Not only will it tell you you're at an increased risk for this cancer, not only will it tell you that you're 48.5% Nigerian, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the 23 and me, you spit in the tube and you send it away. And then a few weeks later, they've run all the research. They tell you whether or not you're genetically predisposed to sweet snacks versus salty, mm-hmm. whether or not someone that's really? apt to be more moving and nighttime in the bed. It, it, like during, I'm sorry. Have you done it? I ordered the kit during Amazon, whatever, no, Prime Week, but I, I didn't send it back in. But but a lot of people are actually going to see their doctors because it's indicating to them increased risks of this disease, of this form of cancer, et cetera. They're also finding out they thought they were half Irish the whole time. Nope. They're like 89% Italian and 11% Armenian. Yeah. But, but, but here's the point of all this. There's a commercial yesterday for 23andMe about how you, like, the results are indicating that you are genetically predisposed to sweet snacks versus salty. This, that, whatever. And it was, you know who the pitchman was? An animated Grinch. It was a tie-in with the new Grinch movie. Yeah. When you would think about discovering your ancestry, your DNA, and pre-screening for cancers, you wouldn't think Grinch. But you know what it did? It was memorable. 
You know what it was? It was attention-getting. It didn't devalue either's product. Mm-hmm. It didn't make me think, I don't want to go see the Grinch. It didn't make me think, this is shameless. I mean, there'll be times that there'll be, you know, Jurassic World is teaming up with Barbasol shaving cream. And I go, that's just stupid. I don't see any value in that. I know the way it makes me feel, and I feel it's freaking stupid. Yesterday, with the Grinch thing, it was a unique way to draw the attention of and begin a conversation about, hey, maybe there's a kid that goes, you know what? What are we? What what are we? Are are, are we Italian? Are we Irish? Are we Polish? Are, are we you? French? What are, what are we? You? He brought it together. I didn't. I, I, I didn't know. Together. I didn't know where you were he going. Brought it all together. together. That was remarkable. So when Rob, I'm, I'm 98 African American. Are you? Are you really? Yes. Are you really? So you don't seem it. I mean, I no. can see maybe the two percent, but not the 98 <laughs> percent. No, I was a 64 percent Ashkenazi Jew. I, I did the. Really? I did the test. Uh-huh. Did you really? Uh, I, I did. Ashkenazi. Would you say Ashkenazi? Ashkenazi. European. Okay. European. All right. And then. Some Spanish in there, and, and that part surprised you. Uh, yeah, that surprised me. Um, I didn't look at the the, the cancer screening. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I got down that low, but uh, it is a very interesting test to take. But now, but Grinch and Twenty Three and Me, Capital Lighting, Vanilla Ice, and it's a different audience, and yep. it just it makes sense because there's interest in both parties, perhaps, and then you find a new audience. There you segue, you segue back, and and uh, you connect different things, so you never know where it's going to go. Absolutely. The, you know, the idea, though, that it is new, like, the, you know, my takeaway hearing you talk about that is that because you wouldn't expect those two to be together, it's really the Reese's, you know, peanut butter story. You know, it's like, you know, chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, my God, you put them together. That's sometimes well, yeah, but, it's those odd but it, connections. But sometimes that, it is. But, but you and I, every episode, talk about Maya Angelou and thing people don't remember the things you say, the things you do remember, what you, you, you feel. make them feel. So when there are tie-ins for summer movies... And there was one, like I said, I think it was like Jurassic World and, and shaving cream. And I was like, see, this annoys me. Like, this bothers me because it doesn't make any sense. And you're just trying to take money, make money from each other in a sense that I don't, I don't see the One plus one sometimes makes three. Are, are and these that is, the things that keep you up at night? I just, I'm curious. Well, it just, it bothers me because I am a, I'm a, I'm a marketing guy. Yes, I've been are. in this business for a quarter of a century professionally. And it bothers me when it's just a stupid cash grab. Sometimes one plus one equals three. Or one. And sometimes one plus one equals 1. 1.5. Mm-hmm. And, and when Barbersall and Jurassic World, like, what? Just stop. So, so it, it, you know, when you bring it back to the sales world, it's really interesting now because everybody is pitching this, hey, I'm, I, I learned all this and I'm going to teach it to you. And in 12 days, you're going to be a millionaire and mm-hmm. you're going to have more leads coming out of your, I mean, the, yeah. the conversations that are going on. So they're really what fundamentally it's all based on trust. If I trust you, right, right then yeah. I'm going to go down the road. Yeah. Do you trust that combination? Do you, you know, a lot of so, times you don't know where it's going to go. You don't know where. And that's life right. is too short not to have fun. If you're doing something that's fun, and even if you don't know where it's going to go, generally you're going to be okay with whatever the outcome is. Philosophically, that's a way that I try and, you know, coach people to live their life. And forget about what you do for a living. If you're not having fun, then your environment is sending you signals. Hey, hello, good, good vibes. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> as, as far as I know, you got one life. You don't have another one in the yeah, bank. That after re- this one's done, hey, just tee that next one up. I talk so. to young people all the time. I talk to people, you know, and, and a lot of females in particular between the ages of, say, 21 and 24, and they're like, I don't know what I want to do, and they're stressed out, and they're freaked out, and they don't know what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, if you don't know your passion to go and follow, 
you can work the opposite process of elimination and just figure out the things that you don't want to do. That's a fantastic comment. Go ahead and knock those ones but out you do don't want. something. But do something do toward something. it. That's right. And they're all stressed out. My purpose and my... I said, your purpose in this life is really two things. It's A, enjoy every single day. Right. And B, try and do something that makes the lives of others better. And if you can do both at the same time, bam, fantastic. You don't got to know what it is that you need to be. What you Sometimes you'll find your destiny. Other times it will find you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it will find you. The pressure is tremendous on young people. But I you don't... But why, though? They don't need to feel it. it Student loans... Expectations from above, parents and such. FOMO, social media, the social media. I think the pressure is tough on everybody. The people that I interact with who are in their 50s and go, wow, the the world's passed me by. I'm not really good in social media. I don't know how to do this branding stuff. That's a crock of shit. You could start anything at any time and, and, you know, how old was Colonel Sanders when he started uh, oh, KFC? Right, he right. was 103. <laughs> Talk about change. He had a good run. Though. Talk about change and good commercials. Have you seen the commercial with Mrs. Butterworth? Where, right. Where the Colonel, the brand the colonel is dancing right. with a bottle of syrup. Right. And she basically opens her arms to some new change. But it's not just a bottle of syrup. It is actually Mrs. Butterworth. And she has never. bringing these brands together. She, that one right. makes sense. And she had never. Correct. Op- it's always been closed arms. Right. Now she's dancing. Now she has arms. The significance in that was fantastic, and it was only a matter of time until somebody made fast food chicken chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. I was wondering what took KFC so long to get in on this, but they did it the right way. They brought in not just chicken and waffles, but the Butterworth connection, right? You see these now. I see milk companies teaming up with cereal companies, and you can buy a little bottle now, a a little uh, 12 ounces or 8 ounces of the cereal-flavored milk. Bringing these brands together. Subway didn't do themselves a sandwich. They did the sriracha, whatever, bringing those brands together. Synergy. One plus one sometimes makes three. Bringing the whole thing back is really the whole fundamental nature of why vanilla ice works, besides that you're friends and, you know. Therefore, the universe is communicating in strange ways. Well, no, it's not that it works because you're friends. Maybe you're friends because it works. Correct. Like Steve. Right. So, like Steve and you. So, so here you are. We actually no, no longer work together. On purpose, right? We we made a decision. <laughs> that, the two of you don't. Yeah, we worked together for a long time, and we. because yeah, Eric decision. said, "I don't want to work with you anymore." <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the old. You know the old. When you ask your buddy, you, you, I like to work for free, Mister Flukelman. You ever you ever notice when uh, when a friend of yours and and you know he he was with a girl and then and they broke up and you say, "Hey man, uh, what happened?" He's like, "Ah, oh, we broke up." You say, "Yeah," and they go like, "Yeah, it was mutual." If anyone ever says mutual, <laughs> yes. that means it wasn't your it wasn't your say. It's never ever was ever it mutual, mutual though. It was so mutual. It was it was pretty mutual. It was like, hey, you know what? Let's be friends. Let's maintain our friendship, right? Because if we continue to do what we're doing, and I think everybody is part of a journey, and I mean, your you business know, was changing also. Correct, exactly. Yeah, you, I mean, were... it, and that's why I say it. It was look, this is not working for me, not working for you. But the real takeaway here is our friendship, and we ha- now offer each other this. Uh, camaraderie that I think is difficult to find, you know, because to your point, you said it, somebody's always looking for something. Well, yeah, people know? always, yeah. And when the email begins with hope all is well, Bullshit, I, I right, know immediately, yeah, right. what do you want from me? Right. I want to, I want to sell you something. I want to buy hope it. all is well really means I'm about to ask <laughs> you for something that's in, that's in my best interest, not yours. Am I wrong error? I'm a fairly trusting person. It depends who the email's I'm not, from. I'm cynical. I'm, I'm very... Uh, I'm, I, I, we've do, we do a lot of uh, personality indexes and mm-hmm. those kinds of kinds of tests. I'm like on the way end of the left of the spectrum of, of trust and uh, uh, 
extroversion and things like that. You probably are as well. You definitely are way off. off well, the he is. I'm um, skeptical and I'm cynical. Cynical, but is is that serving you? It's it's kept me alive. And all kidding aside, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, I'm a survivor. I'm you know Tarzan, except for I wasn't living in the jungle. I was living in upstate New York. So for me, if you were to get into the backstory of of me, I was I'm probably nothing, and my upbringing is probably nothing like people assume. So my skepticism and my cynicism is such that I never even knew when the girls were into me. I always found out two years later when the hot girls are like, hey, dummy, don't you remember? I was trying to, I'm like, oh. But now when I get a text message from someone, I'm thinking, oh, it's Elton John weekend in Miami. He wants tickets. Oh, she's hitting me up and it's uh, Sunfest is next week. I guarantee you she's going to want to hook I, up. I think that's probably because you were in a position to, to get those things. But that before puts... I was, before I was, when I was college boy doing right. a film project with this girl named Elsa, who was way out of my league, I didn't understand why, why she's like, you should come to the party. Just thought she was being nice. No, when the girl come knocking on your freshman dorm at 2 a.m., it's not because she wants to talk about the boy she couldn't go home with, but I didn't realize I'm skeptical, cynical. So before I could do anything for others... Mm-hmm. I still felt that way. But now that I can do stuff for people, introductions, associations, connections, access, what have you, I'm skeptical of everyone. Well, I think Except uh, for you. Except for you. Because the vibe that comes off of you is not that you want anything from me. I'm, I'm just here to have a good time. We're That's here for like, like 19 you seconds are, and, then, and then we're vapor. You might you as well. You are the, uh, diffusing. You have a diffusing personality. Oh, I don't nice. feel the antagonistic. Diffuser. But I would like you to talk while you have a chance of what your real passion is. Writing? Yeah. This guy can what are you write. Writing? What are you writing? Fiction? So great. I mean, what are you writing? the Fiction? stuff he puts out, and I welcome the audience to follow him on social media. This guy can flat out write. I, I didn't know this. Like, I know. he could bring a tear. Bam. <laughs> um, thank you, Steve. Is it, is it limited only to uh, stall walls in public restrooms? <laughs> I happen to do great in nine words or less. In nine words or less. If I don't, I don't count the phone number. What it's kind the of new what Twitter. Kind, what kind of writing? <laughs> what kind of writing are we talking about? I didn't know this. Uh, short stories, really? Poetry, nonfiction, really? inspirational. Um, I haven't really invested uh, a significant amount of time, which Shame he gets on you. mad at me Shame for. On you. Um, but uh, why not? It's, uh, I guess, time raising a family, working mm, on a business. There's always time. Oh, right. I'll, I should make more. This time. This is your therapy session. I, I have. I actually, I have a personal goal. I only got like a five weeks left of the year. Part of your doubt yourself to publish a uh, uh, a book. This year, a short story, uh, children's book. That I mean, I I, listen, I do a lot of reading. So you got to help me I, with that. I, I got five weeks book. to go. We can do it. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is it doesn't take all that long. And when you have a passion, it's sort of selfish not to share it with. Like, I've been able to see it and know it. Mm-hmm. And the occasions that you've written that have, you know, kind of stirred you to write something, mm-hmm. which are sometimes good and sometimes not such great occasions. Right. You have mm. put stuff into he has the a way universe. With words. He has put stuff into the universe that is a skill set that I think makes you the human being you are. Certainly, salespeople that know how to write—that's a a phenomenal skill set. Yeah, I know how to write. I tell people, listen, yeah. in the interview process, a lot of times I would say to people, mm-hmm. uh, "Just send me something in writing." They go, "Well, we just met. Why do I need to do that?" Right. I want to see how you write. I want right. to see how you spell. It's funny you say that, Dean Thomas, who co-hosts the radio show with me, the home team, UFC uh, legend, and now current coach of world champions. He and I had a conversation the other day. He just he hears me up out of nowhere. Uh, he says, uh, I heard you talking to the intern the other day about writing. What was that you said? So I told the intern, you better learn how to write because if you can write, you can do anything. If you can't write, you can't do nothing. And he's talking about here, being on the air, 
being a show producer, True. working in marketing, advertising, PR. And I tell young people, learn how to write, convey your thoughts. If you can do that, you can do anything. And this has taken that skill set away. I don't know the about smartphone, that. The smartphone. Sure. I don't know. Oh, they, are you going to argue? Uh, yeah, sure. Get out of town, man. I think my daughter, the best part. my daughter is very expressive. She doesn't have phone conversations. She only texts. Me too. And, and Me too. You long, don't have phone conversations? I, only, I don't talk on the phone. Ever, never, ever, never. I'd much rather have a conversation nope. than draft a text and think about it. And, and and I want the text so I can remember what the hell we were talking about when I get a reply. <laughs> okay. So I remember exactly <laughs> what the conversation was. That's, uh, you uh, want a paper trail. You want a trail. Liebersfeld, uh, president of Capital Lighting. <laughs> Capital Lighting, everybody knows. And you can go in and you can meet these folks for yourself. And you can remember the experience of someone knowing what they were the hell they were talking about. And making you feel as though your home uh, certainly uh, mattered to be considered and not just buying. Or you can buy online also. But most of all, you can learn, as we just did, there's something that you have a passion for in life. Make time for it. Because otherwise, what are you doing? Spinning the wheels? Absolutely. Thank you for being with us. I told you to do it. Just do it. Thank you for being with us. Just do it. I think that's taken. That one is taken. And by the way, am I the only? I had to. We talked about the Nike thing. I I think I pointed out to you. There were sexual overtones in that. Oh, my God. Because doing it, do it. Do so it. when Nike said just do it, it wasn't just about go out and run and jog. It no. was have sex. It wasn't just it. do me. I mean, it, it's it. It, <laughs> just could, it could go many ways. There's that, there's that also. Time, Steve, for you to tell us something good as we wrap up this episode 46 of the Confessions of a Serial. As we Sales are Empire. doing this show, I am. Uh, it's a Tuesday tomorrow. I leave for Gainesville, and I will have... Noodleberg Boys Thanksgiving. It's me, my two sons, and my grandson for a Thanksgiving dinner in Gainesville. Then we travel over to Tallahassee to see the Gators play the the Knolls. And I... Isn't that a noon kickoff? I'm going to steal a line from Lou Gehrig. I believe I am the luckiest human being on the planet. No, well, it was close. Uh, the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Right. You got to have some we'll reverb there, there too. <laughs> uh, but not a, it's not a reverb. That's actually just an echo. What was it? That's an echo. A what? <laughs> Thank you. Thank Luckiest you man, 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 by the, the way, face just, of the earth. Just to close it out, I learned not to speak on the phone from Goodfellas. <laughs> Don't you ever talk on the phone. There's that too. Well, texts are actually worse. Believe me. Yeah, texts are actually, if you're involved in criminal activities. And Steve, we have every reason to believe that you will be. Uh, thank you again, Eric Liebersfeld. Capital Lighting, always a pleasure. Steve, want to do it again? Want to go for 4-7? Keep it rolling, Let's man. do it. For Steve Nudelberg, Josh Cohen saying thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast. Woo! Thank you, gentlemen. And look at those Kenny legs. Kenny legs.